is a message from one of our Sunday celebrations. And you can find out more about Jubilee by visiting our website at www.jubilee.org.uk. Earlier in the year, we did a small series on the subject of hospitality. It's great to be able to look at these things together as a church family. But unfortunately, the first preach in that series didn't record. And I've been asked if I would re-record it and make it available. So here we go. One of the other reasons I was keen to do this is actually hospitality is such an important value for us as a church. And at the moment, we're going through a series on Jubilee family values. And if we hadn't spent time earlier in the year talking about it, it would certainly be part of this series we're doing currently. So we've set up in the office and I'm going to re-record the preach. Uh, it's not a, a genuine preaching environment, obviously, um, but I'm hoping that by doing it this way, uh, you're going to find it useful. It does also mean we can have some fun. So uh, we can make it look that I'm like I'm preaching here or here or even here. But so that it isn't so confusing for you, we'll go back to the standard background, which is this. So there you go. On the 16th of March 2020, the then Prime Minister Boris Johnson said this, Now is the time for everyone to stop non-essential contact and travel. And then on the evening of Monday the 23rd of March, he ordered people to stay at home. I remember watching that broadcast at home. Maybe you do too. We then spent the rest of that week uh, transitioning as much uh, of Jubilee life that we could from in-person to an online version. No one pre was pretending that online was better, but it was certainly better than nothing. To be fair, we did run some great international prayer meetings as a Christ Central team on Zoom. That worked really well to connect people from right around the world. And people that wouldn't normally connect together are able to uh, be part of that as well, which was wonderful. But for us as a local church, life as we knew stopped. Suddenly we weren't allowed to have people in our homes. We weren't allowed to be meeting with people in the same way. Maybe you remember the rule of six when that came in. Larger families like our own were pretty much illegal before we even left the house. I remember during that time, later on during lockdown, one of our foster children moved on for adoption. And uh, we had to have special dispensation, an official letter that gave us permission to be out of the house in a larger group of people, introducing them to their new family. But what is all that to do with this subject? Well, let me tell you. Before COVID, before lockdown, we would often talk about the subject of hospitality. Now, I'm not for a moment saying that we were the perfect church in this, but it was certainly an important value of ours. And we would often do things to gather people together and to encourage people to meet together. In March 2020, life as we knew it stopped, particularly hospitality. We were being constantly told to avoid other people, not to have other people in our home, not to mix with others that were not in our bubble, not to gather together. 
and therefore not to be hospitable. Now, whilst lockdowns, thankfully, are a thing of the past, I'm not convinced that we've completely left that lockdown mindset behind. I think we'd got out of the habit of being hospitable. And for many of us, we perhaps haven't got back into it in the, in the same way that perhaps we were before. And so that's why before the summer, we spent these few weeks looking at this subject of hospitality. And it's one of the reasons it's, it's so important to us to be looking at again as part of our Jubilee Family Value series. Now, like I said, this subject of hospitality is something we've talked about a lot over the years, and it normally comes up when we talk about our values and we get to loving one another. We, we mentioned it previously in our series on well-being when we talked about relational well-being. But prior to these few weeks uh, earlier in the year, I don't think we've ever done a whole series on it. So that's what these few preaches were about. But in this message, what we're going to do is consider what the Bible has to say about this subject of hospitality, how it should affect us individually and what it should do for us as a church family together. We're going to look at some different aspects and obviously keep coming back to what the Bible says. So let's pray. Father, as we look at this subject of hospitality, I pray that you would speak to us, Lord, wherever we're watching this video, Lord, I pray that you would teach us, you would speak to our hearts, and this would be something that we grow in individually and as a church. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. So, to start with, let's see that hospitality is a biblical command. Our starting point is that, that Jesus tells us to love one another, his command to us to love one another. We see it multiple times in the New Testament, but just one example would be in John chapter 13. Jesus says this, a new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. And note this is not an optional extra to the rest of life. It's not just extra to being a Christian for those who are really keen, perhaps. This is right at the core, right at the very heart and centre of things. Jesus says, a new command I give you. And just like the Ten Commandments were the basis of life in the Old Testament for the people of God then, Jesus is giving us a new command here. He's saying, love one another. Now, we might agree with this statement in theory, but just agreeing with it in theory isn't enough. It's the sort of statement that needs some action. Loving one another needs to be expressed in some way, not just in words, but in actions and deeds. Loving one another is a visible thing. It needs to be visible. It needs to be seen. So how do you do it? Well, one of the ways you can do it is by showing hospitality. The dictionary defines hospitality as the friendly reception and treatment of guests or strangers. And so that's what we're commanded to give, that friendly reception and treatment of guests or strangers. 
Paul says to the Romans in Romans chapter 12, contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. I love that phrase, seek to show hospitality. It's like Paul saying you should go for opportunities, you should look for opportunities to try and show hospitality wherever you can. Not just to offer it when you feel you should, but to go looking for a chance to show it. You know, I do think hospitality is a countercultural activity. We're still so conditioned to think about our home as our space. You may be familiar with that, the, the phrase, an Englishman's home is his castle. It's a popular saying. The Cambridge Dictionary Online says this for the meaning of that phrase. It says, it used to say that English people believe that they should control what happens in their homes and that no one else should tell them what to do, not what to do there. It's like we've got our own castle, we go into it, we shut the drawer. It's like drawing up the drawbridge and no one should enter or tell us what to do there. But you know what? That sort of attitude isn't actually biblical. When you show hospitality, you go against this cultural norm and you show a better way, a different way, a biblical way of living. We've had people in our home over the years, I can think of, uh, of several, who have never ever been to someone else's home other than family. And certainly never eaten in someone else's home other than family. Yet for us, this showing of hospitality and receiving it, it is so normal. But for so many, it's not. God calls us to live in a different way, a way which is countercultural. And by doing so, you get to demonstrate the love and the goodness of God and be obedient to his commands. Romans 12 tells us to show hospitality. And whilst it's true that some of us have a particular gift and flair for this, the command is actually given to all of us. Show hospitality. And as you do that, scripture tells us, uh, some uh, have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. Hebrews 13 verse 2. That would be quite amazing. I think it's fascinating as well that hospitality, uh, being able to show hospitality, being hospitable, is one of the qualifications for eldership. Paul says this to Timothy in 1 Timothy 3. He says, now the overseer or elder, is to be above reproach, faithful to his wife, temperate, self-controlled, respectable, hospitable, able to teach. Now, this list has some pretty important things in it, like being above reproach, being faithful in marriage. And then we get to hospitable, which Paul puts in the list before being able to teach. Now, I don't think they're in a hierarchical order, but isn't it fascinating that that comes to his mind even before teaching? In the corresponding passage to, uh, to Titus, in Paul's letter to him, hospitality is the first thing that he mentions in his list of positive character traits of elders. So, 
you're an elder, there really is no escape from this. And don't forget that Peter challenges us in his first letter to offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. How many of us sometimes have grumbled about this on occasions? Do it without grumbling, Peter says. Hospitality is also a way to express community. In loving one another, Jesus is talking about how we treat those we know, those who we're in fellowship with. Showing hospitality to those around us, those we're in community with, i.e. church family, is a great way to build community, to build family together. In fact, it's one of the most important ways. Think about how often Jesus would eat with his disciples. You see, as you eat with others, as you share food and share time together, you build community, you build relationships and friendships. In New Testament times, hospitality, both the giving and receiving of it, links to the whole honour-shame culture that uh, was part of that world then and indeed is part of that geographic world now. Hospitality is a significant aspect of honour-shame cultures. When you visit someone from a majority world culture, you would often receive a lavish and generous welcome. Why is that? It's because providing hospitality in that culture brings honour to the host and it creates relational connection between people. Conversely, not showing hospitality or, or perhaps not being able to or having the resources to produces shame to the host. Acts chapter 2 tells us that the early, early church broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts. Hospitality, generous hospitality, was clearly part of New Testament church life. It was a call that was worked out in everyday living. And as we read the New Testament, it seems to be part of who they were and how they lived. So I wonder, is it the same for us today? We can lead such busy lives. There's so little margin, little leftover time often that things like this can get squeezed out. But I wonder if that's because perhaps we've misunderstood what hospitality should actually be. I've often said, and I'll say it again, that hospitality doesn't have to be the same as entertaining. It can be the best crockery, a carefully laid table, a well thought out menu and, and a posh meal, but it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be another menu, it can just be another plate. It's another space at your dinner table, it's an extra portion or two, not necessarily a complicated or extravagant experience doesn't even have to take up the whole evening. It might just be you say to somebody, hey, we're, we're eating at six, why don't you come join us for an hour? And it's an extra portion of what you're having anyway. Now, it might be that you want to make it extra special, and if so, that's fine. But my point is that you don't have to. 
when I remember when I was thinking about this message and preparing it, talking to Sarah about it, she rightly pointed out that in the middle of a cost of living crisis, this might be a hard subject for some people to hear. And that's a good point. I do understand that. So what does it mean then? How can we help with that? Well, maybe it's just sharing lunch. Maybe you agree that one week your friend comes to you and another week you perhaps go to them. I'm sure there are some creative ways that you can work this out. But listen, if you're part of Jubilee and you want to be able to show hospitality, but genuinely you, you can't afford to, please come and see me. Please let me know. And Jubilee will gladly give you a supermarket voucher to help you if that's the case. I honestly believe it's that important for us as a church. Hospitality is not only a great way to build community, it's also a way to grow the church. So why not invite that new family over for a meal? Maybe arrange to meet up for coffee with that new person that came the other week. Hospitality is about enlarging our heart to stretch out our welcome. Now, I do need to say at this point, I know that some of you are great at this. You are fantastic at this. You, you might even say this is a spiritual gift for you and you feel it's, it's something that God has given you to do and you love doing it. And if that's you, thank you. Well done. Keep going. Maybe for some of you, you, you don't feel it's a spiritual gift particularly, uh, but you know it's in Scripture and you want to be obedient to Jesus and so gladly you show hospitality to people. And if that's you, again, thank you. Well done. Keep going. But I also wonder if for some of us, this is something that we can grow in. Maybe for you, this is an area that you could grow in as a Christian. When I touched on this subject during our series on well-being just over a year ago now, I remember talking about relational well-being. And I told the story of something I'd seen on Twitter. It was a pastor describing a family in his church. And, and he wrote this. He said, Bill's family joined our church. No one invited them to dinner. What did they do? They began inviting other people over for meals. Today, most of our church has at least been invited into their home. They changed our church. And he finishes with this line, Lord, help us to be what we wish others would be for us. Lord, help us to be what we wish others would be for us. How often do we just complain? How often do we just moan? Instead, shouldn't we aim to be what we wish others would be for us? See, that's how you change things. Not by sitting back and complaining, but by doing something proactive to counteract what you're perhaps upset or not happy about. Is hospitality that something that we as Jubilee could grow in as a church? Absolutely. 
I honestly believe it is. And I believe too it is critical for us to grow in this area as a church because it's so important. But you know what? It's not a hard area to grow in. It really isn't. Uh, I do believe as we seek to grow in this area that God will bless us as a result. And I know as you open up your home to others, he will bless you as well. Hospitality will only grow more in Jubilee if it's something we make a commitment to. We agree to step up to, to take the initiative, to be perhaps for others what we wish they would be for us. And it's something that we can all do. Every one of us, we can all play our part in this. Even if it's a cup of tea and a biscuit, as opposed to an elaborate, I don't know, five course meal. Whatever it might look like for you, I want to encourage you in the next week, why not seek to show hospitality to someone or some people and see how God might bless them and might bless you and might bless us as a church as a result. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for what your word says about this subject of hospitality. And God, we pray that we might grow in this as a church. Lord, help us to be to others what we wish they would be for us in this area of hospitality. And Lord, I pray that you would grow us as a church family in it, that we would be known and marked by this, that we would be known as a hospitable and welcoming church family. God, we ask it for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks so much for watching. See you again. Podcast. Feel free to check out our website at www.jubilee.org.